Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your Pool Agony Aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. Today's Dear Viv is one of our new bumper monthly specials in which we take a look back into the archives to see what they have to say on various themes. Today's topic is the aftermath of breakups. Our first question. Dear Viv, I broke up with my boyfriend a couple of months ago. It was all fine and amicable and we were more like friends anyway. We've hung out a few times since, alone and with friends, and we still text, just not romantically anymore. The thing is, we didn't really have a break between one state and the other, and neither of us have pulled anyone since. Is this healthy? Or do you think because I still have him in my life, I'm not that bothered about finding anyone else? What should I do? Hello, ambivalent girlfriend. News flash: You are not in a relationship with this person. Get over it. I'm not sure I entirely understand the problem here. Is it that you're not used to being friends with someone who's your ex? Or is it that you're not sure whether the relationship is still going on or not? You say, I broke up with my boyfriend and we still text, just not romantically anymore. This reads to me as this relationship is well and truly over. But until I meet someone else, I'm going to remain in denial about the end of the relationship. (laughs) A relationship is over when two people say it's over. What happens next is up to them. They may choose to never see each other ever again. This is what I always did until I got married, although this was in the medieval times. Or they may choose to be platonic friends. I have friends who have done this. I personally think it's completely mad, but hey, different strokes for different folks. It sounds to me as if you're waiting for your ex-boyfriend to find a new girlfriend and only then will you finally accept that it's over or that you want to meet someone else so that you can feel over him. I think an experiment is in order. Without censoring yourself or thinking about what you're supposed to think or feel, how do you feel about this boy? Do you love him? Do you still want to be with him? It's time to be honest about your feelings and whether he returns them. If he does not return them, then you need to accept that this is unrequited love and that is extremely painful, but you can and will recover from it. 
Meanwhile, though, stay away from him as you're just hurting yourself. On the other hand, if you don't love him and he doesn't love you, well, there's no problem. You're just trying to cling on to the relationship, maybe because you like being in a relationship, even if it's with someone you don't like that much. You would not be the first person to do this. Either way, it's time for some honesty with yourself and maybe time to break away a little from this friendship group and do some things for yourself. You might even find a new boyfriend that way or even start to like yourself a lot better, which really would be the best outcome. Is it healthy what you're doing now? Seeing as you know you need to ask the question, I think you know the answer. Now go out and have fun while you are still young and beautiful. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I'm a 22-year-old woman who cannot stop comparing every man I meet to my ex-boyfriend. My ex broke up with me two years ago and since then I have never stopped thinking about him. It used to be more frequent, but there is no doubt in my mind that I still feel the same way. He knows that I still love him and has told me he will back off. We never stop sleeping together. But I just don't believe it since I have been told that so many times and have even been approached by him while he was in a seemingly good relationship. He has even sent me four drunk messages telling me he will back off. I tried my best to ignore it, but I got drunk and just went crazy at him. I must have said the worst things ever, but I couldn't remember it the next day and decided to delete what I said so I could never feel bad and apologise. It seems surreal that I am even able to write this. I like to separate my thoughts from him to try and feel detached and emotionless. I tried not censoring myself and bringing him up whenever I felt like it, so it would seem like I was aloof and disenchanted, but it was no use. I know my friends are right, and he treated me like shit immediately after breaking up, but it came as such a shock because he always treated me like I was the most wonderful person when we were together. I finally came to the conclusion that neither I or the relationship meant anything to him, but my realisation just makes me feel empty and depressed. Every time I meet someone, I think about how they aren't as good as him. So I've stopped talking to men completely to try and heal myself. But it's been months and I still don't know what to do. Most of my friends think I'm pretty okay. They don't know that when I get home or I'm not busy or I remember something we used to do together, I just sit for a while and cry, hoping every time I cry, I get rid of the idea that he was the one for me. It was real love for me. I fell so hard and I just don't believe I'll ever find it again. Is there anything you can say that will provide insight? I just want to know that it's normal and that it's okay to take this long to forget about someone. Oh, wow, dear star-crossed lover, I don't know where to start here, so I'll start in the easiest place. The biggest alarm bells in the history of alarm bell manufacture ring out for me when I read these words. Brackets. We never stopped sleeping together, close brackets. I love that you put this in brackets, almost like it's an afterthought. If I could make one rule for human behaviour, it would be this. Do not sleep with someone who has treated you badly. Do not sleep with someone after they've broken up with you. Do not sleep with someone who makes you feel like shit. This is not love. It is a lack of self-worth. Now, there is nothing wrong with confusing the two. We have all done it and God knows, given half a chance, we'd all do it again a million times. But we must try so hard not to. As the thing you're describing here, this lack of self-worth confused with love, it is the worst feeling in the world and it's completely toxic. 
No wonder you say you feel empty and depressed because you are dealing with a double disappointment here. A, the person you thought you loved turned out to be a scumbag, which is extremely upsetting and annoying and heartbreaking. And B, you're hating on yourself because you made a bad error of judgment and you trusted this scumbag. Well, guess what? It's time to let both of these things go. We've all had our hearts broken. We've all known scumbaggy toads. Kick them to the curb and move on. Worse, we've all made terrible errors of judgment. We've all thought people were different to what they turned out to be. We've all wasted time and energy on people who didn't deserve it. Is it normal and okay to do this? Yes, absolutely. Is it normal and okay to dwell on that for several years and to try and undo that mistake by inviting that person back into your life or by obsessing about them and not putting it behind you? No, I'm sorry, I'm not going to pretend it is not normal. It's maybe not that abnormal, unfortunately, but it most definitely is not okay. So get a hold of yourself here and make some changes. Avoid your mother's boyfriend, who you mentioned uh, in your letter, so that you never have to hear this idiot's name. You don't have to avoid other men. They have nothing to do with this idiot. So you don't need to avoid them. But stop dwelling on the past. You say, whenever I'm at home and I'm not busy or I remember something we used to do together, okay, fine. Don't be at home and not be busy. Be busy. Be busy all the time. Be busy meeting men who are nothing like this man. Or be busy learning to windsurf or play bridge or take up kickboxing or crochet a massive suffragette scarf or become a karaoke champion. Just please, please do anything other than dwelling in the past and obsessing about your past mistakes. So you made a mistake. You fell for someone who didn't deserve you. Big deal. We've all done it. Too bad. Time to move on. You say in your letter that you are 22 years old, for God's sake, you extraordinary and beautiful young, young woman. One day you will look back on all this and laugh, possibly from the podium of the finals of a kickboxing championship. I hereby order you to get on with your life. Delete this man from your phone and from your life. Think of some fun things you've always wanted to do and go and do those things. If it helps to send me the list of fun things, please send it. If you can't think of any fun things, go and see your friends and ask them to help you write it. Life is long. Mistakes are short-lived. And this one is over. Go out and make some more. Please use condoms and try hard not to fall so hard next time. I have spoken. Our next question. Dear Viv, My friend was recently dumped by her boyfriend of 10 years. She's completely devastated as it was totally out of the blue and she thought they were planning a future together. What can I do to make her feel better? Oh, lovely, compassionate friend. How kind you are. What can you do to make her feel better? Well, I'm sure you already know. Listen, listen, and then listen some more because she's going to want to talk, I expect. And if she does want to talk, then believe me, you will know about it because she probably won't bloody well shut up. If, on the other hand, it seems as if she wants distraction rather than talking, then take her shopping, take her to the cinema, take her to the theatre, take her somewhere where you can't talk and where you can be in companionable silence. Is it the season for ice skating yet? Take her ice skating. Don't take her ice skating if her ex was a professional ice skater. In short, be there for her and do whatever. 
Remember, though, there may be almost nothing that you can do to make her feel better. She may not want to feel better for a long time, and it may even feel like a betrayal to her that you want her to feel better. When anyone comes out of a long relationship, they need to acknowledge how much they've been hurt before they can move on. Before you can feel better, you have to feel bloody miserable for quite a long time. I can just about remember how this feels because the person I met before I met my husband told me when he broke up with me, you have been living a lie, which was extremely unhelpful because not only was he telling me that the relationship was over, but that the entire relationship had been a sham. Of course, he was a total moron, but it took me quite a while to realise this and feel better. Uh, Which brings me to the most important bit. When you are spending time with your friend and being there for her and listening a lot, maybe by earplugs actually, At no time must you ever, 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 ever express an opinion about the relationship or the boyfriend, whether good or bad. Just say, hmm, I know what you mean, a lot. If she asks your opinion, did you think we would last? What did you think of him? Did he ever seem distant to you? Then dodge the question. I don't know. What do you think? Whatever conclusion she's going to come to, she must come to them herself. And crucially and don't tell your friend this, they may yet get back together. These things happen. And you do not want to be the person who said, I always thought he was a tit. Do not be that person. Be the listener and the nodder. Nod a lot. It's very boring, but it is for the best in the long run. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, can I have a post-breakup makeover? Or is that a massive cliché? Hello, why are you even asking this question? What is wrong with you? Just go and have the makeover, for God's sake. In the time it's taken for you to think about this question, write this question on social media, which is how I think it came in. I'm just guessing all the questions come to me anonymously and I don't get to know how they came in. Um, And the time it took for me to actually answer this question and picture you, I'm sure you're very attractive, by the way, and don't need a makeover at all. But who doesn't need a makeover? Really? Anyway, in the time it's taken for all of these things to happen, you could have had 10 makeovers. So I'm cross that you've asked, but I will get over my anger. Uh, What makes me so angry is how many people value themselves so little that they think that A, doing something nice for themselves like a makeover is a big deal. It isn't. It's just a nice thing to do for yourself. So just do it already. And B, they are worried that by doing something nice for themselves, they will have bought into some kind of cliche. So please just go and have the makeover already. Who says you have to live your life with total originality and never do anything that anyone else has ever done before? Who says that indulging in a bit of cliched behaviour now and again is wrong? All it is is human. Clichés are clichés for a reason. It's the same with stereotypes. They exist because they reveal fundamental truths that never change. When you break up with someone, you feel a bit shit about yourself and you want to try and feel better. How is that a cliché? It's just human behaviour. How have we become so jaded and so postmodern and so detached from our essential human idiot selves that we think it might somehow be self-indulgent and embarrassing to do something nice for ourselves. Please, please be kind to yourself and have the makeover. I want to say to everyone with this, not just the questioner, but everyone, stop this silliness and just do whatever you want and need to do now to feel better about yourself. Like properly better, not just stick your head in the sand and drink four bottles of wine better, but hold your head up high better. Go and do that thing now. A quick note about money though in case that is what this is really about 
i.e. you're stopping yourself from spending money on a makeover by saying, I don't deserve this in any way, it's a cliché. You do not have to spend money on a makeover. That is why department stores were invented. You need to book in with a department store beauty counter for a half-hour makeover. While you're having your amazing makeover, which you should be able to book for free, otherwise don't bother, I say, make notes and take pictures on your phone of all the products and of your face At the end, say, thank you so much. I need a couple of days to go away and think about which products I really want to invest in. And then you can go back if you want to, or you can never go again. It's totally up to you. You are allowed to do this. Now go. I don't want to hear from you ever again. If you did write in via social media and you're prepared to waive your anonymity, please send us a post makeover selfie. Our next question. Dear Viv, I just broke up with my girlfriend who's moving out when she finds a new place. She's staying with a friend for now. Breakups are hard, but worst of all, she wants to take our cat, Philippe, with her. Now, I loved my girlfriend, but I can say it out loud now. I love Philippe more. How can we negotiate this cat custody battle? I don't think Philippe would want to move out. First of all, can I just say, I cannot believe that your cat is called Philippe. I had a cat called Jane when I was a child, because I really, really wanted to be called Jane myself, because I thought this was a nice normal name as opposed to the name Vivian, which is my actual name, which I absolutely hated and thought was ridiculous. Um, And so that's why I'm known as Viv. Um, And Jane is a bad enough name for a cat. Philippe, though, is a ridiculous name for a cat. Uh, So in some ways, I think you deserve this predicament. In fact, Philippe himself may have wished it upon you as feline revenge for giving him such a terrible name. So you say you don't think Philippe would want to move out. I can't stop laughing at this cat called Philippe. But unfortunately, Philippe does not have much say in this matter because he is a cat. I imagine your girlfriend would happily say the opposite, what you're saying, that Philippe very much wants to move out and that he definitely doesn't want to stay living with you. What you're doing, and I hope you can see this for yourself, is you're using poor, ridiculously named Philippe as a way of saying what you really want to say to each other and indeed probably already have. I don't want to live here anymore and I really want to break up with you. (laughs) You've already both made clear that you want this breakup. I get the impression at least. You don't have to make the point twice by making Philippe agree with you as well. But you don't really care about all this, do you? You just want to know who's going to get Philippe. And this is a tricky one because I really suspect neither of you deserves Philippe, who, by the way, if I were to adopt, I would rename Archibald. It's also a ridiculous name for a cat, but at least as a name it has some dignity. Philippe really does not. I'm tempted to suggest here that you toss a coin or draw straws for Philippe Because I don't think from the tone of your letter that you're going to find a way to agree. Let fate decide for you, I say. Alternatively, try to sound a bit more reasonable. Make the case to your ex-girlfriend that while she doesn't have a place to live, it's cruel to uproot Philippe. In this scenario, though, you win and you get what you want, i.e. Philippe. So you're probably going to have to give her something else to maintain the balance. If you really want Philippe so much and you want to keep him so desperately and not just get one over on your girlfriend, maybe you should even consider buying her a gift for her new home or giving her something else from your old home together. You may be able to keep Philippe, but your girlfriend also deserves some kind of compensation for the loss of what she will consider as her cat. 
Bonne chance and bon courage, Philippe. I'm so sorry you have such nightmare owners. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.